Welcome to the Wired Insights Podcast, where we talk to professionals, creatives, and business owners about their experiences, what they've learned along their journey so far, what inspires them, and why. trying to figure out for myself is how motivation impacts my need for time management. Like if I go into a project and I'm like, I hate this thing. <laughs> this is awful. I don't want to do this. But if I properly inspire myself beforehand, mm-hmm. then that is when like that's when I get Jay-Z's website done. Right. Because I'm I'm not a super big fan, but it's something that I need to do and I have to force myself into it. There might be another thing too, once you talk to her a couple times and mm-hmm. you get to know her because she's a, a really fun person to talk to. Yeah. Really just an open, great person. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to do this one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to change it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been interesting to try and get myself into that because, like, I mean, especially like with stuff that I don't personally believe in, it's, it's harder for me to get into it because I'm more likely to read the. Sure. Um, it's harder to get inspired. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm just like, just okay. Feel it, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like I was talking to uh, Lou about the drone program, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about motivation and having a vision. He goes, yeah, I just don't kind of. Well, sure he does. He doesn't really. And you guys know him. He's not that type that. Yeah. I have a vision. <laughs> but we were, we were talking about it. And it's like, well, if you had, you know, I want to live in a world where no soldier has to ever go into harm's way again and has to die in the field. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a great vision to have to to start designing drones, right? Right. Or if um, somebody comes to me and says, you know, I'm running a drone company, well, what would I be doing here? Will you be building drones? That's not very inspiring. Right. But one of the other things we want to do or that we're looking at doing right now, we're in talks, you say, well, one of the things that we, or some of the things that we do is we actually transport fresh human blood to hospitals and even still beating human hearts to hospitals and people who need them. That's what we do with these drums. We save lives. Yeah, that's that's a huge impact right. on somebody. That's like, yeah, I want to be part of that. I, I can yeah. do that for a living. Or they've got the drones now where they specifically have like nets equipped to them that hijack other drones because I guess some of the Mexican cartel, that's how they transport drones over the border. Uh, drones. Yeah, they have that and they have these guns where they shoot nets. Yeah, and they, they you know, yeah. like catch the job. I think that's, like, really cool. That yeah. EMP bursts are really good for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just knock out the electronics on it. Or um, what, what we found was even military drones that we were using years back, they were sending all the control signals and telemetry data unencrypted. Oh, shit. And that's, yeah. how, that's how the enemy's got one of our drones. Right. Whoops. Yeah. It doesn't take that much to just listen in on the same frequency and see all the data. You're, all the telemetry data is there. You know where it's going to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was a little spooky, but yeah. What's it been like for you kind of stepping in this kind of management role now? Because now you're not only responsible for your time, but kind of other people's time as well, making sure they get the right projects and the right, they're doing what they need to do. Man, that's a good question. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's excellent. A, it's a loaded question. How do you manage us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, um, like you know, it's all about cats. understanding the people, I think, uh, and really, knowing how they work best because I feel like um, because not everyone's the same like some people are extroverted some people are introverted like and you can't just control that and assume that they're gonna do it right um, it's more about like letting that like giving them a, a route and then kind of letting them drive you know mm-hmm. it's it's a lot that's what I've learned is learn how to ask the right questions like instead of being like oh you should do it this way at th- by this time and and, and, and my way, it's kind of like, okay, what do you feel like you can do within this time that can make it 
get to a similar result, and then you kind of let them decide and drive it. A, you get better creativity and more of their input, which is, you know, kind of what you want, and they grow as a person, and then B, it's not like, um, you know, like, I don't want to do everything. Like, I want, I want everyone else to kind of understand how to do it in the best way that they can, you mm-hmm. know, and then knock it out. So it, it's been a lot of realizing that um, not everything's going to be perfect. Like, I, there's certain things that just, like, really irk me and I'm like oh my gosh like I would have done it that way right and like I've, I've had to learn to kind of ignore that <laughs> just like be yeah. like oh it's not the way I would do it but it works it's great it's gonna work for the client he likes it or whatever right why not you know so it's, it's a lot of acceptance and a lot of just <laughs> all I can do now is run through every project my head going oh god what did you just say that <laughs> no. no no no, 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 no. no. Oh, I know I'm when, you're, when you're managing the time of other people too again like what you said you've got to know what everybody's capabilities are yeah what their time is like, but also mentoring someone. It's like, I'm going to just tighten that timeline just a little bit and stretch them a little bit. Right. Or just see where they can push just, them. Just, right. just push the edge a little. Yeah. you yeah. got to keep doing that. That's the best thing is give somebody something a little tougher, they succeed. Great. Give them something a little tougher. Right. They keep them growing. That's a good one to point out because, like, for example, Shaylin, I'm like, all right, we need to get this done within, like, two hours, right? Which is something <laughs> I probably wouldn't have said five weeks ago. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but it's like, you can see improvement, and you're like, okay, there's that edge you can kind of keep pushing yeah. forward. Yeah, it's a great, that's a great point to Just to a, add. a more difficult project or even just something new. Yeah, something, mm-hmm. a, to twist, a, a twist, a twist and turn. But yeah. yeah, on top of your own time management, now you've got chess pieces you have to move around. Exactly. Yeah. Because you want the best result for, for the person that's working with you. Mm-hmm. You, you always want the people that work with you and around you to be doing better, to be happy, right. and to be fulfilled. And part of that is giving people just a little bit more so yeah. that they know they're learning and growing. Right. And at the same time, getting a better result for your client, which as long as you're taking care of the people that are working with you, you will get a better result for your client. Yeah. Take, and care, of your, take care of the people who work for you. They'll take care of the clients you know, on your behalf. Right. And I think a lot of my... Um, like, one thing is, is like, not... Is being able to be kind of critical, like, I don't want to say, like, blunt about certain things. Like, <laughs> if it's not good, it's not good. And just being able to say that, and, and I feel like it helps people grow a lot faster than just sugarcoating and be like, oh, well, you could have done it this way because of that. You know, of course, you don't want to be, like, rude about it or mean, but it's it's just kind of cutting to the chase is a huge thing I've, I've found. Like, you can sugarcoat it and kind of see where it goes, but then it, it might take another five days or whatever. Instead well, of there's really constructive criticism. And then right. There's, yeah, there's critique and criticism. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And we all want to be open to critique, and that's why you have to have trust. Right. Because if Shaylin, like Shaylin, we just went through a bunch of uh, logos that Shaylin did. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Shaylin trusts me by now and knows that all we want is the best <laughs> logo. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I can throw you. So, but no, to have that trust as a team, we're moving forward. Yeah. We want the best for everybody. And so I can say if I didn't like a logo, well, I, I like this one better than this one. I see what you did there, and I'll even say the things I like about it. Mm-hmm. But it may not fit this this purpose or this, mm-hmm. you know, might not work in this context or for this client. Well, especially because and you've been in contact with the client, whereas I have just been yeah. kind of a third party. Yeah, you threw some ideas out there together, which was great, and that's mm-hmm. how it should work. And you, you, you should feel comfortable enough and know that there's trust there that you can put out your ideas and not have them just come back at you, like, thrown in your face. Yeah. Right. That you, you know, I'm never gonna say, oh, she did a logo one time was so bad. I don't know. <laughs> it's just not that way. If you not did, that, I would understand though. <laughs> yeah, there's not that talking behind your back. There's sure. not that yeah. kind of criticism. There's constructive stuff, and we end up with a logo that looks, I think, amazing. Right. It was just a little bit of back and forth and share it with the client. 
we came up with the best the best thing. But if you didn't trust me enough to put all your ideas out there, mm -hmm. we never would have gotten to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Good point. Right. So yeah, it, it all comes back on trust too, with time management, all this stuff, get your client taken care of. Right. If you don't have the collaboration and the trust, and you can't collaborate without trust either. No. Because now everything's gonna be taken as negative criticism rather than constructive. Right, right. But when you know that I've got your best interest at heart when I'm looking at your work. Yeah, that's huge. When that's a big difference. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's look at this together. What do we, what, what do we have here? Right. And how we make it better if it needs to go that way. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's, that's huge. huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's working as like we, not I or you. Right. That's, that's a big deal, um, I would say. And it's like I always try to like kind of get to everyone's level and see where they're at in the thinking process. And like, like you know, if if, um, if you're working on something or if you're working on something, oftentimes I'll just grab the chair next to you and sit next to you so I can see it in your your eyes and kind of like put myself almost in your shoes, literally, you know. Um, Have you ever seen a an interview with a, some actor, and they talk about how that director really pushed them. They got the best out of that, right. that actor. Yeah. And that actor wants to work with that director again. Because right. Right. they know that they're going to get that that criticism, yeah. and there's that trust, and they're going to get the best. They're going to do their best work. Yeah. And that's yeah, what yeah. you want to do with right. the people you're working with. Yeah, totally. Tori's working on a logo. Tori's working on a website. Push a little bit. She knows that we're going to try to get her best work out of her. Yeah. And right. she's going to get better for it. So it's a win-win. There's trust there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of it has to do with getting to know the people and understanding their personalities, how they work. And I think in general, just you know, for me, I, I use a lot of tools that like I can't keep it all down in my head. So I use my whiteboard. I use the Kanban board. I use you know uh, tools like Asana and like those types of things to kind of uh, help help everyone manage their time. Right. Mm -hmm. So you guys yeah. know what tasks need to get done at what time and we can all see it at once and there's a broad overview on the Kanban and um, you know slack and being able to just talk to you know I check in with you guys every day you're here like hey what are you guys what are you working on now how far are you how long do you think it will take that sort of thing yeah. and, and just kind of doing that every day that you're here every time you're working on a project and we see each other it's kind of like um, a mental clarity sort of thing like okay He's good there, she's good here, she needs that, you know. <laughs> then I could write it all down and organize it that night. The no next morning I know what to do, you know. So it's kind of like, right. it's it's a mix of both um, mix of both technical management and also working with um, with people and getting to know them, you know. It's, it's, yeah. That's mostly what it's about for me, I think. Yeah. But it, all, it all comes down to people management. Yeah. It all comes down. <laughs> Business is people. People are emotional. It's all. It's all that kind of. It's what it boils down to. Right. You're a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you feel like that. Sometimes. You know. I mean, you kind of have to be at certain points because employees have other. So problems I do it with too. about thirty percent of my day. Right. Being <laughs> a therapist. Thanks again for Eighty percent if I'm working with Shailen. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> yeah. So. No, it's the trauma she induces <laughs> upon me that has to work out. Yeah. Shailen helps me with it. Funny. Sorry, I didn't mean it. You know, she just said once in a while, I feel a lot better. Right. <laughs> I mean it. I mean all. Uh, <laughs> I was afraid to say that. So cool. I mean, that's kind of the general thing. I don't know if there's something you guys want to add or um, things we, you know, forgot to touch on as far as that. Yeah, there, there is no. one more aspect. So when you do, if you are super busy and stressed out which I'm sure some of us are. I'm talking directly to you, Nikki. <laughs> when you're sitting down, and this is your task right now, to do a podcast like this or whatever it is, allow yourself to just let all the other stuff that you know comes after this and was before, forget it. This is what you're doing now, and focus on that. Just like what Mason said, when he goes into the gym, time fades away. It doesn't, doesn't matter. 
I mean, you know how long the workout's going to take because you've done the workout a hundred times right. or workout somewhere. You know what goes into it. But when you sit down, you're going to do this podcast, whatever the task is, let everything else go away and allow yourself to just focus. And that's how you get in that flow state. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why a ritual beforehand can be really good for s- certain things, too. Yeah, yeah. Like the ritual of setting this up for the podcast. Right. Yeah. Right. Putting the microphones together, wiring this up, I'm checking it. Right. You're putting yourself in that state of, this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm allowing myself to focus 100% on this. Because right. I find myself sitting here thinking, oh boy, I've got to call this person back. I've got to do, no, that needs to fade away. Right. Or I'm not going to do a good job at any of it. Yeah. And now you do feel even more scattered. That's a good yeah. point, yeah. To do your best job, you need to be yeah. 100%. So on top of managing the time, there's a micromanagement of your time while you're in the task <laughs> to allow yeah. yourself to simply just do it and focus. Yeah, definitely a good point to add. I feel like it's a level of trust. You have to trust the process. You have to trust yourself. If oh, you trust it, it's just like, okay. Yeah, you no know, problem. that's really good. Yeah, trust, trust yourself and trust the process. Right, and if you're trust managing your other people, trust the process. yeah, if you're managing other people, trust them too. Well, absolutely. Right. absolutely. You have a lot of leeway. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to let somebody work on one of your clients if you don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's just it. I'm just going to give a big shout out to my genetics that have the chemical balance of just your chill. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shout out to the, to shout out to my genetics there. You got genetto chill, huh? Yeah, just chill DNA. Yeah. Well, no, that's really because I just, I don't get it. Like, when people get all stressed out, maybe it's just because I don't have that kind of, like, I feel like if I had Nikki's schedule, then I'd probably feel that pressure more. I don't know. Even back in college when I had projects back to back, I just... Well, I know what I have to do for you next. (laughs) Really pressure me? Yeah. Projects back to back. Well, see, even that kind of thing is, I, if you thrust me in a situation that I don't know, I still don't panic. Because then good. I just go into like, okay, this needs, like, if you were to be like, you're going to have to jump in the pot of crocodiles to get the thing, but I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to dodge the crocodiles, <laughs> get through it. And then at the end, then I'll start freaking out, like, I can't believe you just did that to me, are you out of your mind? But That'll like, be terrifying. Yeah, I, I panic after the event has passed, but in the event, I'm like, I don't have time for this. That's a good trait. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really a good trait. You don't have time to panic. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're going to be, uh, every, every time we have high pressure situations. Yeah. And if you're not here, I'll think, what what would Tori do? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever needs to be done just needs to get done. WWTD, that's my thing. (laughs) What would Tori do? do? I feel like that kind of goes back to the trust thing. Like, if if you trust yourself that you can get something done, then you don't have anything to worry about. That's true. true. My problem is that I don't trust myself, especially with remembering (laughs) what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Because I have the memory of a dead goldfish. (laughs) It's really bad. Like... Thankfully, my sweet boyfriend is like <laughs> totally on top of our schedule, but I just, I can't remember stuff. So I've noticed that lists are my, oh, yeah. my best mm-hmm. friend. Write it because, all down. Yeah. And like what we did with Jay-Z Crystal, like just put it in a, a Kanban board. Took everything just, apart. Exactly. Made it all out with the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what do I need to do? Okay, make a new thing for it. And just keep doing that. That has been my best, it's not really time management, but project management tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It all falls under the same. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have one caveat I'll put on this. Um, when you do have like that project you're working on, you have the set amount of time and you know, trust yourself to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Trust the process, trust yourself, but also there's one other thing you have to do. And that is give yourself a little bit of a break. Treat yourself, I'm, I'm gonna kind of take this from Jordan Peterson here, but treat yourself just like you would treat somebody else that you're caring for. Because we don't do that for ourselves. Like if, um, okay, Andrew, you came to me and say, 
hey, Tim, I've been working on this, I ran some problems, and I didn't get it done, I got this stuff to do. Okay, no problem. We'll figure out what you gotta do. We'll schedule the next part of it, I'll help you with it if you need it, or we just we schedule more time in. And that's perfectly reasonable. It's the right thing to do for somebody else. But you don't give yourself that same leeway. And you've gotta give yourself right. that. And I sit here looking at pretty much a table full of perfectionists. You know, Mason, I know you very well, and I know you're a perfectionist. You don't give yourself a break. <laughs> you guys are creatives, usually perfectionists. I know you're going to be this, you're the same way on this stuff. You want to be a certain way, and you're going to beat yourself up if you don't get it. That's great. You're going to get this great result, but at give yourself cost? a little, yeah, really, at what cost? <laughs> for, yeah, give yourself a break. Treat yourself like you treat somebody that you're caring for and you're trying to help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody that would work for you to report to you. You wouldn't. You wouldn't treat them like that. Right. Right. Yeah, treat yeah. yourself the same way you treat that person. Yeah. There was this um, video I was watching. It was like these women that were like super down on themselves about like weight or the situation they put themselves in or whatever. And they, the gal that was like leading this little talk thing, she brought out a picture of them when they were children, mm -hmm. like five years old. Would you say all these mean things? Would you push them this hard? Because this is still you. Right. You're still that five-year-old. Mm -hmm. You're still in there. So yeah. just be nice to yourself. Mm. Yeah, emotionally at your core, you're still there. Yeah, right. I mean, you've got all these layers over top of it of rationality and whatever, but it doesn't. Yeah. Come on, we all get hurt. <laughs> there we go. We all get hurt just like a little kid when something doesn't quite go our way. Yeah. Or we yeah. Get, yeah. We yeah. lose or we got bashed. It hurts. Right. And That's why I say, you know, business, it's all about people yeah. people are emotional. Well, yeah, and remember that about everyone you're dealing with, too. Like, right. just be kind. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to our core. Right. Cooperation, cooperation, openness, respect, and empathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Empathy yeah. to me is a really big one. Yeah. Because without it, a lot of the others don't work. Mm -hmm. You've got to have some empathy to have cooperation. You've got to have openness, you know, you've got to have a little empathy to other people to be open. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're in a management role, because you have to understand someone's not getting something done, but you have to understand they have their own things going on. So right. you kind of give them that space to figure it out. Yeah, well said. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And this is why none of us will be CEOs. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is why every one of you could be a CEO. Because <laughs> you all understand that. Right. There's, yeah, the people side of it, it it's, it's a big thing. Yeah, right. Your Probably business, your business is people. What's that? Oh, I'll just be more like big business. Uh, oh, like oh super big business. That's, that's why we'll never be Well, okay, take a look at nice. um, Costco. Massive company. They've outperformed so many other companies that are out there. Other companies were going up and down. They're showing these huge gains and these losses, huge gains and losses. Everybody was critical of Costco. Costco was growing at what looked like a glacial pace. Over a 20-year 20 20 span, they outperformed all these other companies that were up and down, up and down, up and down, and they're sustainable. Mm -hmm. The, the um, harsh criticism everybody had of Costco was, you're treating your people too well, you're giving them too good of benefits, and you're paying them too much. Oh wow, it's almost you like if talk you treat people well, you can... Go in and talk to a Costco employee. They love their I've job. Actually, they I've love actually it. heard yeah. really, yeah. really good things about, about And the business performed better over time. Why? Because, because they were playing a long game, and they treated their people well. They invested in their people. Their people took care of the customers. Yeah. It goes back to what you talk about of the why of the company. I bet if they have Costco will tell you the why they do what they do, it's not just to make money. It's, mm -hmm. you know, we want to get 
bulk products, you know, at a good price to people and good quality products yeah. because we believe that's important. Great. With quality yeah. people. They're, they're, you, you can tell that they're living some value that they hold. Same thing with like the, I would I would be curious to see if Chick-fil-A kind of follows the same standard because I hear, because I think we talked, you and I talked about this once before, might have been another podcast, but I hear that they treat their people very well with like good benefits and uh, you almost always see half the people working there. Right. Yeah, I you read know. an article on them a while back, and they're all very happy yeah, people. They, they like working. Yeah, and they found that once they raised their minimum their minimum pay for their people, that they got better service to the customers. So yep. they were, it's just a, I mean, it'll, yeah. it come, well, comes back. Here's an experiment you guys can do just right here. And this is what I found, like, working right here where we work, I was going through the drive-thru at either Carl's Jr. or Kentucky Fried <laughs> Chicken here. They're both right in the same parking lot, right? You go through the Carl's Jr. like, what do you want? Uh, get you through. They don't care. The Kentucky Fried Chicken, they smiled and made sure everything was right every time I went through there. And I'm like, I've got to go in and talk to the manager of this KFC and see what he's doing different. Right. Because I doubt the wages are higher. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, but there's got, and I doubt there's any different benefits or anything else, or the work is any less demanding at KFC than it is at Carl's Jr. right next door. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But these guys, they were, they were happy, and you felt, you drove through that drive-thru, and you felt good about what you got. Actually you didn't cared. feel like somebody threw the crap in there and didn't look. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm wanting to know, what is the difference? And I know what the difference has got to be. It, it's got to be the way the manager treats those people, what the narrative is. Yeah. If you've got a miserable manager who just doesn't seem to care about you, and I'm going to assume that it's at restaurant A, mm -hmm. then your people are going to work that way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, but... If you're making sure everybody's happy, they're doing a good job, you're working together as a team, and you've got this just upbeat atmosphere, you're going to get result B. Yeah. And that customer is going to go through the KFC. I, I'll go through there even if I don't want it over Carl's Jr. because I know the food's going to be right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to spit in my burger. <laughs> just out of spite for where they time. work. <laughs> I hate working your kaput. You know, you don't want that. It it makes a difference. Right. Yeah. Even with all things, I'm assuming being equal. Right. The, the people that work at that second restaurant are just happy, mm -hmm. and it shines through. And I've had that. I had that experience about three times on a row. So I hate to say it, you guys go through and it doesn't happen, but <laughs> that's what I saw. That yeah, I'm like, now I'm gonna test it. <laughs> yeah, you should test it. Same thing with Taco Bell. I feel like every time I go through this, they're always like, "Hey, what's up? Like, I don't think." Yeah. 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 But it's just right. like what you said. If you take care of your people, they'll take care of you. Yeah, and it varies by location. So yeah. it's the manager. I was just gonna say that. Right. Yeah. Like it has to be. Yeah. That's, that's probably a manager difference. who has their back too. Like if a customer's being iron, I bet that manager backs up exactly what customers. I can't do that. And yeah, I talk to manager. I was like, my my person already told you what we mm -hmm. can or can't do. Right. They're correct. Yeah. It's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. If you can make it right for the customer, great. But don't don't bash your your employee, especially in front of the customer. Oh God. Oh no. my gosh. Right. And I've seen people do that. Yes. Like, yeah. no, don't worry about this, sir. We'll take care of it. Right. You go back, you talk to your employee, and just go, yeah, I took care of it. What, you know, get their side of the story. Okay, great. You know, you might just have an irate customer. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. If yeah, that like customer's that bad, they're probably never going to come back. Why lose an employee, too? Right. Yeah. You've already invested time and energy in the employee. Right. The, yeah. the money you lose in turnover is just, it's not worth it. Yeah, sure. Good point. Yeah, cool. turnover is expensive. Like, it's like a quarter of the salary of the individual. I forget what company it was talking about, but it was yeah, like... We talked about that. It can be about 25% of yeah. what the, the annual salaries to the employee. Yeah, that's crazy. In training, just time See, lost, 
Yeah. Um, See, and that makes me just be even more curious. Like, I, I can't legally name who I work for, but the company that I work for has such a high turnover rate. Now, granted, I know that's like the nature of like a call center, but they don't really try to keep people around. No. Which is crazy because they spend at least four to six weeks training somebody before they get on the phone. Yeah. Just that right. time lost. Yeah. And knowing that crazy. the turnover rate there is high makes you feel not valued. Right. Yeah. And it's hard for you to put everything you have into your job. Right. And also to do something for a customer, put yourself out on the edge at all, no one's got your back. Right. You're not going to go another step to try and deliver better service. Yeah. Well, that and the whole reason that I love working here is because of the people that I work with. I see this. And if exactly. you, yeah, if you don't know that they're going to be around in a month, what's the point in building relationships yeah, with Yeah, why invest your time or right. energy or yeah. emotion into it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I worked at a, a place um, that every, every summer they train new people for the call center, and then they lay you off in March. And I got laid off in March, and not only does that leave really? a bad taste in my mouth, because That's I will never buy another product from them, but like, I formed some really good relationships because I thought I was going to stick around because yeah. I had been there for longer than anyone else. But it wasn't... Out of curiosity, I wonder if they do that so you don't get granted benefits because you just have to work with. But they give you full benefits when you start there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that w there was my conspiracy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you guys a real life example of, of bad leadership that I experienced, and it was I had my division in this company, and this guy had his division. This guy had a hundred people in his in his division. They were doing QA, so it was essentially call center setup. Yeah, quality assurance. Yeah, quality assurance. If you wanted to get to go, get up to go to the restroom, there was a sign out sheet. If you were late, you just get turned back and go home today. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty miserable. But when the company had to go through some layoffs, this is the most telling thing. The company had to go through some layoffs. They let oh about eighty percent of those people go. So I have hundred. There's still twenty left. A few weeks later, everything's fine. We can hire people. We can hire people back. So I asked this guy, "I go, you gonna hire those people back?" Is no, I'm not even gonna bother calling them. Figure if they haven't found something else by now, they're not worth having anyway. Oh my gosh! Jeez. What an attitude! What How an does attitude. someone like that even get to management? And then the twenty percent that are still there have to see that going on, mm -hmm. and they're they're just treated every every moment they have is managed. To go to the restroom and have to do a sign-out sheet just shows, yeah, exactly. yeah I don't trust you. Yeah. yeah, right. I don't believe you do have a bladder problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. that's. It it does not. Yeah, it doesn't bode well. Oh, no. it's like, I hate it when teachers did that in like school. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know. I never had that problem, but I know like so many people when they grow older, like man, I hated that. So whenever I worked in school, I always made sure the kids say, "Go, sure, just don't be too long." Yeah. So if, if you're doing a job and you know that you're not valued, why are you gonna put that much effort into it? Yeah, no, after I found like that I was being laid off, I was like, oh, crazy. Yeah. You're like, like does you routinely yeah. just lay people off after a certain time? Every year. Yeah. If you're they working try. on an assembly line in a factory, mm -hmm. and something comes by and it's defective, whoa, you want to grab that, pull that off. Mm -hmm. If you feel valued, mm -hmm. <laughs> respected, <laughs> yeah. and you feel like, yeah, you have a, a tie into this company, you care about the company's success, they care about your success. Mm -hmm. If not, like, you know, you're getting laid off. Yeah, can't reach that one. Okay. And I, I just left that flaw one. I was in customer care. service. The quality too. of the whole company goes down. Yeah, yeah it's right. crazy. I just can't even yeah, fathom a customer service. Anybody who's <laughs> who's client facing like that, you need to really take care of that person. 
they represent you and your company. Right. And unfortunately, in this case, it was absolutely true. You did represent that company. You represented how they treated you and how the whole company culture works. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Yeah. A culture is a group of people with a commonality. Mm -hmm. That's what a company is. And so when they say company culture, it's just, I don't know, it gets, it gets so overused. Yeah. But it's just how do we treat our people? That's it. Yeah. How do we treat each other in this company? If you put in that time, you get that quality. Yeah. You know. If you put in the effort and work with your, you know, work with your employees, and I don't even like to say employees. I think it's a bad word because we we run this place pretty flat. There's mm -hmm. not like a big hierarchy. Right. Everybody kind of just works together. That's how it should yeah. be. Yeah. And I don't. There isn't anybody that can't just walk over to my office anytime. Hey Tim, we need you to do this. Right. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't see it like that. Yeah. And I know Nikki doesn't either. We all just work together. I just have the additional burden of making sure everybody else is okay. Right. But you guys all do that too. Right. <laughs> Officially, that's what I'm supposed to be doing, though. Nikki's the same way. 